Hello and welcome to another episode of The Players Take with K.A. and J. On today's episode, we have Cal Rowe from the Westwood's Grey Football Club and we have everybody's favourite junior from Newport Power, Lenny, and also uh, two guys from Wyndham Vale, Jack Tassari and Joel Russell. It is a huge episode. Um, lots of laughs, lots of funny stories, a couple of feel-good moments, especially when Lenny talks about his thrillers that he's played in. Um, so sit back, strap yourselves in, enjoy, and let's hear the players take. On today's episode, we have Cal Road from the West Footscray Football Club. Thanks for coming on the show. Thanks for having me. How is lockdown life treating you? Well, at this point, it feels a bit like Groundhog Day, but uh, certainly today it's nice to have some sun to get out into for a bit of exercise. But, yeah, I'm like everyone else, just rolling through it. Yeah, a bit like that. Yeah. How, how's the team sort of handling um, the recent uh, in lockdown? Are you all staying connected or is it um, a bit harder this time around? Yeah, I think. We're pretty good at staying connected generally. We've got our um, little Facebook group called The Hen House, so um, everyone's really well connected through that. I definitely think, um, particularly in the last couple of weeks, we've everyone's sort of doing what they can to get through. Um, some of the girls had a, a bit of trivia the other night. Um, every now and again, someone will check in. And a lot of us obviously live within the 5K zone, so we try and um, where we can get together for exercise and, and um, check in on each other as well. So it's good. To an extent, it's good, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We're making it work. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I guess uh, Westwood's great. You guys had a really good season um, this year. How have you seen the competition as a whole? And then I guess obviously we split into two divisions once, once the split was had occurred I guess yeah yeah no it has it has been what we did get to play was was a lot of fun um and yeah I think looking back on it now we're pretty lucky to get the games in that we did um really great to see I think the standard of the competition lift again um a bit of it was a bit of a strange format with the kind of whole pool and then split but also kind of nice um to to get get out and play lots of the girls and get a feel for where we sit within the competition and, and where everyone else is going. Um, certainly once we realised that we were going to land in Div 2, there was a bit of excitement because I think we, a couple of the girls, myself included, spent a bit of time studying the ladder and working out where we'd sit and, 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 and the possibility of finals and all that sort of stuff. Um, and I think for us, particularly this year, we've, we've had like a, a lot of new players come on board um, and I would say probably two thirds of the team has completely sort of changed up. Um, so to have, um, you know, have, have the team land in division two, particularly with a lot of girls who've playing footy for the first time, it's, it's really exciting to kind of have, um, you know, a competition where we can really build up their confidence and, and get them, get them going and get their skills up. And yeah, so it's been, it's been a lot of fun um, mm-hmm. and I'm, I'm excited for what, what's to come either you know remainder the remainder of this year maybe fingers crossed or um you know next year certainly is going to be great just yeah. on westwood's great how have you seen the growth and i guess the culture develop of, of women's footy at the club since you've been involved 
Yeah, so I'm I'm pretty fresh in terms of how long I've been around the club. Um, I wasn't part of the inaugural inaugural group of um, women who who put the their team together, um, but certainly uh, what they set up has been a real, I guess, legacy if you can talk about it in that sort of small sense of time. Um, it it is a really wonderful group of girls, and it doesn't matter how much it changes. And, and certainly a lot of the girls who've sort of um, hung up their boots, they're still around on the fringes. They come down and watch us when they can and, and, and get around the group as well. So it's it's a like it's a really amazing thing that happens in team sport where you go from not knowing people to suddenly you'll do anything for like this 30-odd group of girls. Um, it's, it's a really special thing, particularly, I think, within our, our playing group as well. And I, I guess the, the one thing that's getting us through lockdown is AFL finals just started on the weekend. How did you find the games um, that were played over the weekend? I think a couple of them were pretty clear cut. I, I, I know with the, the um, Port Cats game, once once Port started to get away, I was like, nah, you know, I know the outcome here. But um, <laughs> the, the dogs and dons yesterday, oh my God, that was one hell of a game. It was just right down to the to the wire and then and and in the certainly in the first half and then um the dogs just leveled up it's great it's really exciting so yeah it's certainly nice to have that kind of distraction in lockdown especially and um who's your premiership and brownlow tip oh oh i have to confess i probably pay more attention to um aflw but this year due to the fact that you know we have been um in and at home for quite a period of the, the, the men's season. I've been um probably quietly backing in the dogs, although um there's a few girls on our team who support the D's and no. so for the for the sake of their hearts <laughs> I can't I wouldn't mind seeing the D's get up as well. I feel like it's um it's pretty awesome to see them have the season that they have. Brown low, um ooh. Again, not following it too closely, but I feel like Ollie Wines has been tipped to take it out. Yeah. And yeah. what I have seen of, of him play has been pretty impressive. So, yeah. You can quote Ooh, me on that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, on the back of, I guess, the Brownlow tip, um, who would you say is a, a, a couple of names you can give us from, I guess, Div 1 and 2 women's that might poll well for the, the women's best and fairest in the WFL? Yeah, right. Well, I guess I have like um, a bit of a an edge here, having watched a few of of the games with um, doing the reporting this year. But um, I'd say Div One, um, definitely Lauren Climo has had a pretty amazing season. Um, kicked a bag or two, and um, for yeah, someone who's relatively new to footy, it's been really impressive um, out at, at Manor Lake. So that's pretty good. Um, who else is, is up there in Div 1? Yeah, look, the, um, the Caroline Springs girls are always always up there. I mean, they're sitting in fifth on the ladder. I don't know if that necessarily reflects um, the kind of talent there, but I certainly think um, Kelsey Hildred is, is pretty impressive. She plays for them in the mids um, and certainly caused us a lot of trouble uh, when she when she got a bit of space to run when we played them. Um, that was a very muddy game and you would have been forgiven for thinking that we might have won because we were just thrilled to <laughs> get out and play and get absolutely <laughs> disgusting covered in mud. Um, 
for uh, Div 2. Um, a teammate, uh, maybe? Is there anyone that you Yeah, think? well, I was just gonna I was just gonna say it might be a little bit biased, but um certainly Claire Cashman, who is in our midfield, has had an amazing season. Um she's got a basketball background and is also relatively new to footy. Um, but just yeah, so such a, a consistent performer. So it'd be really nice to see how I get up. Um and I'd say there's a, there's a lot of talent in the Point Cook Central's team. Um, I think uh, Maddie Johnson, like she just got equal league goal scorer. She's had a pretty good season, even with an injury in the middle there. Um, certainly be good to see her get up there. Yeah. Exciting. Nice. We'll have to wait and see. Um. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. So now we're just going to get into our segment that we call the back six because Chris and I believe the back six are the best six. <laughs> I was like waiting for the reaction. Yeah. Uh, we always get a mixed response. Well, um, as, a, as a midfielder, yeah, you know, but our back six is pretty good, so I'll take it. <laughs> um, so we're just going to ask you a couple of questions um, and we'll start with the greatest player you have played with and against oh greatest player played with well my footy career is relatively short but uh I'd probably say the greatest player I've played with would be Emily Duffy um yep. she's she's obviously a um a WFL best and fairest winner herself and and spent a bit of time with the um Collingwood VFL team um, at the beginning of this year so she's probably the best player I've ever, play, ever played with um, and, and a real nice chick to boot um, and played against look I don't have you know there's no, there's no particular rivalry but I do um, I do enjoy playing against um, Ebony Watkins from the Sharks yeah. Um, most, mostly just because uh, she and I get on quite well off field so it's nice to give her a hard time on field <laughs> when we have a matchup. Uh, greatest spray you've heard or received? Is the coach given the girls oh. a spray? <laughs> no, I've got a good one. This, this, uh, not so much a spray, a spray, more of a, more of a sledge. Shane's certainly um, our coach. He's, he's not one to spray, but um, uh, we we had a, a game a few years back and. Uh, it was Spotswood um, on our home ground and there'd been a bit of a rivalry between one of our girls and, and one of Spotty's girls. And um, I think this was like maybe the second time that we played them in in three weeks. Um, so that was always fun, like getting getting whacked by Spotswood quite quite close together. But um, but throughout the game, they, the, the two of them, it, it, the rivalry had obviously stemmed from the first game into the second game and, and um, in between then, um, the player from Spotswood had realised that our um, our player, Nish, she, she played netball. So the whole game, she was just giving her crap about playing netball, which I can't really understand why as a sledge, but it was on the day. And um, towards the end of the third quarter, there was a, a mark that Spotswood player marked it right in the goal square. Nish was standing on the goal, clapping, you know, carrying on like a pork chop, trying to put her off. And in the end... Um, this player she kicked the ball and Nish just got a finger to it and I was standing behind her I could I heard her finger touch the ball so I lost it because I was like yes yeah, she's completely put her off 
And Nish turns around and goes, oh, must have been my netball skills and just walked off. <laughs> and it was just absolutely priceless. It was so great. <laughs> I love that. Um, can you tell us the best canteen dish in the WFL? So Kristen and I had been going around to canteens in the West when we went in lockdown and trying their best dishes. So is there something that springs to mind or something maybe West Footscray does? Oh, look, I like to roll on down and watch um, some of the juniors games on a Sunday when we've got some home games, um, and I'm particularly partial to our, our dimmies, a couple of dim sims and, and a Coke on the, you know, a little bit of a, a treat on the, on the side <laughs> of the oval. <laughs> so I'd, ra- I'd rate them, yeah. Cool. Yeah, nice. Cool. We well, haven't been down to Westwood Gray. No, we haven't. So. We haven't been to Westwood Gray yet. No, you're missing out. <laughs> That'll be our first stop when we can go. <laughs> when we're allowed. Yeah. Excellent. Excellent. I'll tell the girls to look after you. Yeah. <laughs> um, greatest footy memory you have? Mm. Probably just playing my first game with the Roosters. Um, I had I played footy. I did Oz Kick when I was a kid. I grew up in Brisbane. Um, and when I yeah, I guess when I, when I got a bit older, there wasn't really anything for me as a, as a young girl playing footy, a um, couple of round-robin contests in, in high school and whatnot. So it, it was quite a period of time between drinks, if you will. Um, so that first game um, was, yeah, was amazing. It was just like loads of fun, kind of <laughs> a lot of it was muscle memory, even though it had been so long. I remember... Um, I played in the back line for the Roosters in my first season and I remember being on the Oval, my housemates were there watching and one of them yelled out at one point. It was dead silent in the game and the ball was kind of up the other end, obviously taking the piss a little bit and he was like, do something, Kel. And I'm like, what do you want? Anyways, about two minutes later, the ball came down my end and I was like, right, here it is, it's time. And made my first tackle and um, got the turnover, got to, got to have a kick. Um, but I just remember, like, I think it's like any any contact sport when you haven't played for a while, that kind of like whole wave of all of the emotions when you get hit by someone for the first time, you're like, oh, that that's a lot. Yeah. yeah. And then you kind of recover really quickly. And, and, and then, yeah, then you, you get into it. I mean, that was it. I was, just, I was pretty much hooked. But that first game was pretty special. It was nice to come back to footy after so long. Um, favourite WFL personality and why? So is there someone at, at the club maybe or just around the league? I mean, I I love all of my, my teammates and, and um, the gang at, at Westfield's Grey, so I, I, I don't think I can single anyone out. Um, but if I was going to sort of um, tap someone on the shoulder from across the league, one of my, my favourite people um, is Leanne Mayer, who coaches the Sharks at Point Cook Central. Mm-hmm. Um, I went to quite a few of the Sharks games just by virtue of the um, fixture doing the reporting this year. So I, I got to know them a little bit better and obviously we've played them a, a few times and um, they're kind of our favourite competition to play. So um, sort of towards the end of the season, I went and watched, I think the last one that I watched for for riding was um, when they played Braybrook Corbin Vale and at the end of the, like basically got to hang around with them on the bench all day and at the end of the game, um, Leanne was like, oh, come on, come into the rooms, you know. So I got to see the song and kind of, and I, I just, I really like 
the way that she goes about it coaching. I think it's really, really impressive. Obviously, one of the few female coaches that we have in our competition, um, definitely uh, at a senior senior level, definitely want to see more of that. Um, and, yeah, I just I think she does a great job with the girls and it's a testament to, you know, like the the way her team perform basically is, is a testament to what she puts in. So, yeah. Nice. Um, and finally, player from another club that you would want to join your team and why? Oh, this is a good one. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like it, I could stir some stuff up here. Um, oh, who would I like to join? We're not a very tall team. Um, I'm our ruck and I'm not tall at all. On <laughs> <laughs> the taller end for our team, but, you know, um, so probably I would recruit someone who's got a bit height on them. Um, oh, potentially another ruck from another team. Oh, maybe one of one of the Dunshay twins from Manor Lakes. Yep. Probably Dale. Dale's given me a pretty good corky at one stage <laughs> in the rut. So better to have her on a uh, team than Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'd, I'd rather I'd rather not have to jump into that anymore. Although she does give me pretty good competition. So yeah. Nice. Love that. Some good stuff in there. Um, well, I think we might wrap it up there. Thanks so much for coming on the show. No worries. Thanks very much for having me. Our guest today is a special friend of the show. We've got Lenny Greenham, otherwise known as Live with Lenny, joining us. Thanks for coming on the show. Thanks, guys. It's been the second time. Well, we promised you coming back on the end of the season, so we had to get you back on. Yeah, that's true. (laughs) How are you going? How I know you're doing homeschooling at the moment. How is it all going? Yeah, it's gone actually okay. It actually has. But it is hard to do, though. It's very hard. What else have you been doing in lockdown? Hopefully not annoying mum and dad um, too much? Nah, I've well, Father's Day is coming up, so what I'm going to be doing is I'm going to help. So me and Judd are going to help my dad actually cook breakfast and we're going to – and we're actually going to – let him have breakfast in bed for a surprise. Oh, and also, wow. I've been going to have some kicks at, a, at the Williamstown football ground with Zion lately after school. So, yeah. Nice. Love that. And what else have you got your dad for Father's Day? Anything else exciting? Um, well, I'm recording in my bedroom right now. So, my I sleep with my nan now. So, basically, she has a drawer and I've put the surprises in one of the drawers but did does not know yet oh nice we'll keep it a secret yeah i will i will i will <laughs> i know um how would you describe the footy season i know we got to we finished a bit earlier than what we had planned but um how would you describe your year as a as a team and then individually as well well to be honest it was exciting to um play my first year as a um, WRFL player. And it, it just feels like playing AFL a lot, though. It just feels like it because um, cause, like, there's, like, a lot of players on your team and, yeah, yeah. So, yeah. Do you kick lots of goals? 
Yeah, I kicked a lot of goals actually, and most and just after we um came back after um my um other podcast um um so sometimes I've been cheeky because I'm <laughs> Eddie Betsy, the AFL player, because he retired a few days ago. So um. Because he's been kicking goal of the years from the boundary, I've been trying to kick my own goal of the years from the boundary, just like him. And how have you gone? Yeah, some of them have gone in, some haven't. And, yeah, some haven't. All right. How was your season? Sum up sum up your, your individual season for us. Tell us how you uh, went. Yeah, it was actually okay. So, um, so do you want me to talk about, like, how – my, like all the games. Oh, just a couple yeah. of them. Okay. Yeah, some of the standouts. I'll, I'll talk about the thrilling games. Like okay. The very exciting games. So the game after my podcast was was in um, Flemington Holland Park. I think that's mm-hmm. the name. And we just got off by a skin of our teeth. Oh. Just by three points was very exciting next week um we absolutely thrashed the um Eltona at Langshaws absolutely thrashing by 80 points <laughs> and then um a couple of weeks later we play Yarraville come back from 51 points down to win in a, in a thriller because we kicked because um one of my teammates um actually got the ball and kicked a point and as he kicked the point the siren went so we get so we get home in another game of our skin of our teeth and then um a few weeks later our last game we were down by 30 points at three quarter time kick seven goals in the last quarter and win by kick after the siren wow in a thriller. What's your plan for 2022? Like, what does pre season look like for you? What do you think you'll work on for next um, year? Probably I'd work on kicking goals, handball to my players, um, running and kick some, and kick some, um, some kick the ball to my players in the forward line if I'm in if I'm playing on the wing in that. So yeah. just just get the ball just if it comes out of the back line just and as and run as fast as I can and kick the ball to one of my teammates in the forward. A lot of stuff. That's good. We love that. Yeah. Always gonna keep improving. All the yeah. best players improve every year. So Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And we know you're a, you're a Carlton man. How would you sum up the Carlton season? Well, I also am a Swans fan as well. But um, the the Blues they did have an okay season, but um, Swans had a way better. But it was not a great way to end the season for the Swans, losing by points oh, in a so Yeah, I thought the Swans were home because um, well. There's this show I watch called The Sunday Footy Show. It's like um, in the morning mm-hmm. and it ends on the first mid of the afternoon and it's on the same day as The Bounce and um, they were talking about like all like the bad misses and that and Buddy Franklin, he had a shot from 50 and they talked about it. He, he shouldn't have missed that, but 
but he actually was a long way out, which was confusing. <laughs> I know, even Buddy that. misses sometimes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But, but still, it's good that the Swans made finals, and um, I've been contacting Errol Goulden now, and um, I just contacted him this morning saying, uh, bad luck on the um weekend, but um, you won the Rising Star for the Swans, which was lucky, and um, hopefully next year will be your year in the Blues year, maybe who knows. Fingers crossed. Who do you um? Who do you think should coach the Blues in 2022? Well, judges every, like nearly every day, judges goes like this, bring back Ross Lyon. <laughs> I think Ross Lyon should be the coach though because, um, yeah, I don't know. But there's no reason, but I just think he should be the coach. Yeah. Sometimes, Sometimes you just don't need to put a reason in. Sometimes you just don't know. You just got a feeling. You got a feeling. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And what did you think about Harry Mackay's season? Coleman yeah. medal. Yeah, Coleman medal. If you don't mind, so he had a good season, but um, not until uh we played Gold Coast just before the end of the season because that was when he got injured. So one of the players could have stolen the Coleman, but. But by the time he got injured, he was like twelve goals up by um Tommy Hawkins, I think. Yeah. So yeah. Yeah, yeah. We did talk about the finals just before, but um, did you watch many of the games on the weekend? Yeah, I watched a lot. I've actually well, I did watch a lot. So I watched Port Adelaide's absolute thrash Geelong. Then I watched Swans. Losing in an absolute thriller. Then I watch um Melbourne v Brisbane, and then um S and V the Bulldogs. So um, what the f- so what the um semi-finals are looking like are um Giants are playing Geelong at, at the um Optus Stadium, but it's a little bit funny because um the other day or yesterday I should say, Mum thought because it said in for Perth time it said um. 5.30, the game starts, and mum went like this, 5.30, that's an early game. But um, <laughs> it actually starts at um at um at 7.30. And then um we have Essendon taking on Brisbane. At the, I mean, the Bulldogs taking on Brisbane. At, it looks like it's going to be at the Gabba, but they don't know what time it starts. And then the, the teams that are hosting the prelims are um, Port Adelaide and Melbourne. So it looks like a good season going on. Mm-hmm. And, uh, who's your tip for the premiership? Well, did he does not want Melbourne, but they are the favourites, so I would just go with the favourite team because um, it's because like the the minor premiers always have an advantage of um winning the granny. Mm. They always. And what about for the Brownlow? Who's your Brownlow tip? Well, Ollie Wines looks the favourite. I thought it was going to be Sam Walsh, but um, not yet. No. Well, one day Walshy will win the um Brownlow. One day. Yeah. He's yeah. a very good player, so I'd say so. Yeah. So you'd like to see Melbourne win it? Who's the other team that plays them on the grand final day? Do you think? Um, I would say. Well, I would say. Who's second on the ladder again? Paul. I think yeah, it might be Port v, v um Melbourne because um they're 
the two teams that are hosting prelims right now. And also, there's like this AFL app where like you can actually tip, like mm-hmm. predict who's going to win the granny. And I actually predicted the um the um D's to win the granny against Port Adelaide. Well, there you go. Yeah. My yeah. There you go. So might Melbourne versus Port. Yeah. These might get up in the um granny, but who knows? You have to watch this space and see what happens. Yeah. So what yeah. else have you been doing, Lenny? What's what else is new? What do you what do you got um, some plans coming up? Well, my plans are like because um a few weeks ago, Nan she, who sleeps in my bedroom, she actually had to um go to her sister's house for about two nights because um because she wouldn't get fresh air. So um what I've been doing is taking Nan out for walks and that so um she can get fresh air. Yeah, yeah. That's Yeah. That's great. Perfect. Well, we'll wrap it up there, Lenny. Thank you for joining us on the show again. Hopefully we get to see you in person uh, next season. Um, Yeah. And quickly, just before we go, I'll tell you who actually won the family kicking goal. Oh, tell us. Yes, who won? Basically, just like... We've been arguing who won the kicking competition. So Zane's keep on saying that he won. I keep on saying that I won. And Judd's and Judd like keeps on saying, Zane won, Zai won. So um we were just going like, nah, we'll just tie it. <laughs> oh, so it's a draw. Yeah, it's a tie. Yeah. But sad oh. thing, Judd, he only won one week of the family kicking competition. And then next week later, he gets injured. <laughs> He oh. broke his arm and fell off a bike. <sighs> so you're going oh, to have to do that competition again yeah. next year. Yeah, next year. Uh, thanks, well, thanks for having me the second time of um the um podcast and um hope and take care in that. Hopefully you guys are going well and take care. Take care. Thanks, Lenny. We appreciate that. Thanks. On today's episode, we have Jack and Joel from the Windervale Footy Club. Welcome to the show. Hey, thanks. So we heard you guys are pretty close friends on and off the field. Can you tell us a little bit about your friendship? There you go, Jack. Uh, yeah, well, me and Joel went to school together. And um, Joel, I played footy with Joel at Werribee. We, um, yeah, been best mates for a while now. And... Um, yeah, it was just, I dragged him over to Wyndham Vale about two or three years ago. And, yeah, the rest is history. The rest is history. <laughs> so a bit of a bromance happening between the two of you? Yeah, definitely. Yeah, pretty much. We love that. <laughs> um, how is obviously lockdown has obviously been extended today. How are you guys coping and, like, how are you, um, I guess, um, what are you doing to keep busy? During this time, oh, I'm pretty lucky. I'm still working in construction, so we're I still go to work every day. And lucky that my uh, Ambrose lives with me as well. So, hey, go <laughs> <on> there, <everyone. laughs> so 
we keep it uh, pretty busy on the weekends, so I'm really lucky there. Yeah, and I'm the same. I'm in construction as well, so I'm getting out of the house every day, which is good. And yeah, can't complain. You're one of them both lucky. <laughs> um, how did you guys find the season this year? Was it just good to be back out there playing after not having footy in 2020? It was weird. It was weird for me. Just um, like the long wait we had, it was just uh, not sure how it was going to go, how it would feel to be back on the footy field. So it was a good feeling, but yeah. It was just good to be around your friends again and get to run around and enjoy it, which we didn't have all last year and most of this year. So it was just good to be around people. And yeah. Yeah. What did you guys, I guess, can take away from this year? I mean, you finished on top of the ladder. Um, but, um, yeah, are you happy with how you guys performed this year? Pretty happy. We really built something really strong at the end, coming to the end of the year. We lo- we did lose a couple of players last year, but, like, our average team is very young, like 23, like a tight core. And it's good to see where we could go in the coming years because we're all so young and- the culture we're building down there as well is really good. So tight knit group. So yeah, no, it's very promising. <laughs> Pretty feeling that it got um, yeah finished early, but it would have been good to finish it off. So um, I'm sure again. <laughs> I, I just just as a sub point of view, um, like start start of the year we kind of struggled a little bit. Like we lost our first game to Parkside, but. The last game we played against him, it was fucking, yeah. Really <laughs> <good>. <laughs> Kristen and I were actually at that game, so we did we did see that game. We did actually. <laughs> that was the last game we were allowed to go to. So, <laughs> oh, and we know. Um, so Luke Wenlocke's first official year as senior coach this year. Can you tell us a little bit about him and, and what's what he's like and what he's like as a coach? Well, his limp got better during the year after <laughs> uh, getting stung and he started walking straight again, which was good. Yeah. Now, apart from his hip, his hip's pretty rooted, but um, <laughs> uh, no, as, a, as a coach, he's really good. I, I've, I think everyone gets along really well with him, which is um, it's good to have a, like a good relationship with the coach. So everyone's got a good respect for him and, um, yeah, everyone loves loves him pretty much. So, yeah, like nothing like that which is key. Yeah. Yeah, that's positive. It was very relaxing at the start of the year. Like, he wasn't very – our pre-season was – well, I didn't do much of it, but <laughs> it was – he took it pretty easy on all of us and then we kind of built into the year, which probably goes off how we played for half the year. It wasn't very good and then we come real good at the end. Mm. But it was real, real relaxing and good vibes around the club, which was good. That's good. Something to get on for next year. Obviously, an AFL finals are on at the moment. Um, got some big games coming up. Who do you tip, premiership tip, Brownlow tip from the both of you? All the three? Uh, definitely definitely the Cats. The, I reckon they've got it in the bag easy. And uh, Brownlow. Easy. I Clayton Oliver. Yeah. No, nah, Geelong look good, I reckon. <laughs> I reckon Cats will be out in straight sets. They're done. Too old. Can't move. Young team like the Doggies, they're flying. And the bond for the Brownlow, I reckon. Are you a dog supporter? I'm getting that vibe. 
Um, definitely not. <laughs> definitely not. But, but Ambrose is next to me, yeah. so yeah. he's talking <laughs> in my ear. <laughs> 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 um, so I guess thinking about, you know, Brownlows and all that, who would be your tip um, for the Division <laughs> 2 best and fairest? Anyone that comes to mind? <laughs> You're talking to him right now. <laughs> That's <laughs> honest. No one's yeah, got a Yeah, Joel has had a pretty good year. But, has he? Uh, <laughs> I love but, the confidence. Um, I love the confidence. <laughs> now, um, uh, in other clubs, I've seen um, Danny Rosenswick's kicked a few goals. He's been pretty good. He's, um, yeah, when we versed him, he was good to watch. And um, obviously the big bold bloke, um, Campbell. Campbell. Yep. Yeah, he's all right. Um, I guess, and then who, where obviously teams of the year will be announced very soon, other than obviously yourselves. Who who do you think from Windervale should um, we see in the team? Um, Meadow, Brandon Meadow. Brody. 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 <laughs> you know his name? <laughs> Still learning. Yeah, nah, um, <laughs> Brody Meadows is definitely one that's um, had a very good year. It was a bit of a surprise, oh, not a surprise, but he's a very quiet person and, yeah, quite achiever. So he had a really good year. Um, Jesse Shell had a good year up forward. He was, has some big games. Um, oh, not sure who I was. Um... <laughs> Ambrose Ambrose is pretty good Ambrose is decent <laughs> Role player Good role player <laughs> <laughs> um, I can't think of anyone else uh, Bissett What's his name? Kyle Oh my god Do you know your name of the team Your name of your team Yeah I know <laughs> <laughs> I'm worried about English <laughs> Nah Kyle had a good year um, <laughs> ooh, Who else can we do? Uh, well, it's a, it's the whole division. It's not just Wyndham Vale, so oh, <laughs> we're not naming the whole team. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's not the Wyndham Vale team of the year. It's the Div Two team of the year. <laughs> it should be, right? <laughs> <laughs> um, who else is there? Uh, from Glen Orton, Aaron Law. I'll give him a wrap. He's a gun. He's coming across just the windmill, <laughs> Aaron Law. <laughs> Heard it here nice. first. <laughs> Right, yeah, that's it. Well, um, more importantly, if we're talking about team of the year, how about Bricks McMahon? Div one team of the year. Surely he's a lock in. We'll see. I'm not sure. Has we can't reveal. We can't reveal anything. Oh. Maybe his name has been thrown around a little bit, but hey, we don't we'll know. See. We'll see. I reckon he'd be a lock. We'll see. <laughs> Watch his space. Um, so now we're going to get into our segment that we call the back six because Kristen and I believe the back six are the best six. Um, so always like to see the response after we say that. Um, <laughs> yeah, you're speaking of two forwards. So, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no offence. Um, <laughs> so we're just going to ask you a couple of questions and you guys will just give us your answers. So first question, greatest player. Uh, you have played with and against? Against. Um, against would probably be uh, when we played Division One against Kwame. Kwame McCarg was um, 
pretty sensational what he could do. And yeah, just watching him play as well is just amazing. Uh, greatest player to play with, um, uh, apart from Joel Russell, it's probably Smolo. I don't know. Um, can't think of anyone. Gavin Donnan. Gavin Donnan's a superstar. <laughs> Yeah, he's, yeah. Love to get him back down to the next. I'm thinking, I don't really know many people. Right now, for most people. It's a bit hard to <laughs> understand. <laughs> um, right, right, right. Um, well, one of the uh, club, uh, Tyler Tassari, just a beast. Rating very highly. Um, against, who have I played against? Um... Brayden Raslog, good uh, good yeah. defender that bloke. <laughs> um, and yeah, that's it. That's all. That's all, that's all. <laughs> um, greatest spray you've heard or received? Um, last year when we were playing Manor Lakes, our coach took us into the toilet rooms at halftime <laughs> and gave us a spray. That was a that was something different. <laughs> Uh, that was yeah, that was good. That was a good one. Uh, I remember. I don't have any um, memorable ones. Luke's been pretty nice to us. Yeah, yeah. I can't think of any. To yeah. be honest, yeah, our coach last year used to um, get us down to Alterna Beach a couple. Got us down to Alterna Beach a couple of times, seven o'clock in the morning. Those weren't very nice, but yeah, yeah. no, I can't really think of a specific spray. All right. We can move on to the next one. Um, best canteen dish in the WRFL. So for context, Kristen and I were going around to as many canteens as we could this year and trying their best dishes. It was like a rating system. So is there something at Wyndham Vale or at another club that you've tried that you want to recommend? Um, Spotswood, I've seen. I don't know if they if it's on the menu, but I always see people with uh, dim sims and a hot dog roll. Oh yeah, okay. I've seen it a couple of times just at Spotty, and um, yeah, it's not bad. Okay, <laughs> but that, that's all. I've got. My favourite food is whatever is free after the game. So yeah, <laughs> I don't really have a preference. That's fair, cool. But, yeah. <laughs> um, what is the greatest footy memory you have? Oh, we shared one together. Mm-hmm. Under 15 A's grand final by a point. By a point? Yeah, it's pretty special, don't Yeah. <laughs> That's the one. Um, who is your favourite WFL personality? So is there someone at Wyndham Vale or another club that you think, wow, they just really stand out? Uh, it would have to be Brixie. Brixie's um, <laughs> personality is very good. Jack took both of mine, so we got the same answers. Lovely. Mm-hmm. Uh, final question. Um, player from another club you would like to join yours and why? You go, Joe. Um, Heath Scotland. I like oh, him yeah? to join us. I'd love to play under him. A wise man. Yeah. Good for there you go, there's one. <laughs> I'd love to have um uh Bricks. 
<laughs> yeah, Brixie would be pretty good. Brixie <laughs> off the field and off the field would be um, great fun. But or um, someone like Nicky Graham, not a, not a bad footballer. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, that'd be handy. yeah, no. Perfect. Um, so now we're just going to get into our little part we call Stitch Ups. So we've just gotten a few fun facts and stories about you guys that we want to talk about. <laughs> and you can clear up if there's any truth to them or not. So, um, Jack, we're just going to start with you. Um, so we have heard that you don't shower, you don't like to have showers, and you pluck <laughs> your own eyebrows every week. Is there any truth to this? Uh, I do. I do shower. <laughs> I, I actually, I love a shower. Shower after the game or training. So that's not true. I don't believe in that. But uh, yeah, with my eyebrows, I I can't say I do it myself. I get my girlfriend to do it. But yeah, no, that is true. Clear it up. Uh, we also heard that uh, when you kick a footy, half of them come off your shin. Um, and that, and that <laughs> kicking is something you're going to work on in pre-season. Is that true? <laughs> yeah, no, that is true. They reckon <laughs> I, get bruises. I get bruises on my shin, they reckon. <laughs> Who, oh, I would love to know who said that. Oh, we oh, don't we reveal our sources. So, Joel, now your turn. Can you yeah. tell us about... Um, uh, year 10 camp, how you didn't go because you had alcohol poisoning? <laughs> yeah, well, that's true. We had, we, had, we had a party at a mate's house, um, got a bit drunk and uh, went down to go to school camp. We're going to the snow. And then, yeah, we were about to leave and my gut started coming out. And uh, oh. yeah, I didn't have to leave off school. <laughs> that is very true. <laughs> Um, uh, is it also true that when you went to Bali, um, you got your girlfriend's name tattooed on your finger just so you don't do anything stupid? That, that's correct. It's right there, if you can yeah. see it. <laughs> <Genre. laughs> yeah, um, we also heard, Joel, that you thought um, that you should have been best on ground in the under-15 grand final, so you stole the game ball. Is that true? Yeah, that's true. That is very true. Have you still <laughs> got it? Still an investigation. There was actually it's, there was a robbery that day. Robbery, yeah. <laughs> so who got best on? Judah Dundon. Judah got it, but I'm pretty oh. sure his brother was uh, the head coach of like the, the, the umpire. Oh, so uh, a bit of bias there. Yeah, I think there was three goals kicked for a whole team. I kicked two of them, so and one of them was the winning goal. So yeah, uh, time to let it go. Time to let it go. <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, dog, did you buy a tattoo gun during your last lockdown? Uh yes, that show is true. Us, show can us you some of your work? Can you show us some of your work? Where do I start? Yeah, we can here. Yeah. We got- we got some, if you can see that. Okay. <laughs> Am I allowed to show you the one on my ass? <laughs> no one's going to see it. It's just us. So. It's just, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. The video doesn't get published. Is it in there? Where is it? Amber? Did you oh, do my... that? No. <laughs> oh, my <laughs> God. 
Uh, all right, one more for you, Joel. Um, so we heard that you like to think of yourself as a handyman. And um, a few weeks ago, you just asked to do the washing and you flooded the new house. Yes, I, that's very true. The, the missus was yelling at me. I had too many chores going on. Got about the tapper left on and uh, did some packing out the front and come back three hours later. And the house is on. Oh the way my god, <laughs> too many chores, working too hard. <laughs> Simple man, one job at a time. That's it. <laughs> that's all we have on you in terms of stitch ups. Yeah, so. that's all we got, but um, yeah, <laughs> lot. that's a lot. <laughs> <laughs> I'm happy there. <laughs> Well, that's it, guys. Um, thanks for joining us. Um, stay safe, I guess, during the rest of the lockdown. Hopefully we're back playing footy next year. Thank you. Thank you very much for having us. Right. Have a good one. Cheers. <laughs>
Show you made of red, white and blue with a three-game membership starting from $95 and receive seats to any three remaining Marvel Stadium home games, priority access to tickets including finals, a $20 Bulldog Shop voucher and your chance to win a signed 2021 Guernsey. Join now at membership.westernbulldogs.com.au or call 1300 go dogs That's 1300 46 36 47. Enroll now for a free TAFE course at Victoria University Polytechnic. Free TAFE for priority courses covers eligible students' tuition fees for the full course duration. Choose from courses in civil construction, community services, health, hospitality and many more. Kickstart your career at Victoria University Polytechnic, the TAFE of tomorrow. Visit vupolytechnic.edu.au to learn more. RTO 3113. Victoria University University Polytechnic TIV are proud sponsors of the WRFL. With Trade Institute of Victoria's remote learning, study building and construction from the comfort of your own home. Learn from home in TIV's virtual classrooms. Whether you're upskilling or going for a complete career change, TIV will support you every step of the way. Government funding available for eligible applicants. Apply online. Learn now and build your future faster with TIV. RTO number 21920. Apply to Victoria University and choose the smart way to study. With VU's award-winning block model, you'll complete one subject every four weeks. That's the sharp way to stay focused. The best way to get support starts with smaller class sizes and more one-on-one time with your lecturers. So for the brighter way to see your future, choose VU. Apply now. Start August. Victoria University. The new way to do uni.